I don't know if performing a coven is like the proper terminology. I have no idea. I called it a broom circle. Yeah, yeah, we'll call it a broom circle. I don't know. I was like, it's a broom circle. I don't know. Oh my God. Um, Hey. Hey. How's it going? I don't have anywhere safe to put my line, so I'll just put it above my head. (laughs) Nowhere safe. No, I don't want it to. I don't want it to fall. I mean, I get it. How are you doing? I'm great. Just telling you about my Mexican dinner that was absolutely delicious, and I was folding laundry earlier. You know, just like a classic, classic evening. Oh, I thought there was going to be more to come no, from the laundry. It's so, or- it's so boring. <laughs> Nothing happened. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like, I saw a spider or whatever. That's great. I made homemade SpaghettiOs for dinner. Oh my God. Tell us. Um, dude, that recipe is like spot on. It it? tastes like SpaghettiOs, but it's like, there's like a meat, we make meatballs as well. And honestly, I'm not, I'm not really a big fan of like Italian meatballs. Like I'd rather just have meat sauce, like with spaghetti for instance, but these were like some of the best Italian meatballs I've ever had. So, um, do you make them like good. big or do you make them like little? Like I the... made them, I didn't make them super little. I made them like half of the, our like ice cream scoop that I would usually use for like, yeah, you know what I mean? So I yeah, did like totally. half of that. I need, honestly, I, need I like did not have the fucking patience to do like really small ones. What would you even use? Like a Q tip? I <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine. <laughs> I mean, like a tablespoon, a teaspoon. I don't know. Not a Q tip. <laughs> a q-tip my favorite kitchen device that i own <laughs> what? yeah so anyway it was super good it was super fun it's fun to have like throwback meals now which i just really want to make that hamburger helper so um maybe like when i possible. get home next week yeah so. it's everything you want so what are you drinking tonight i am drinking like my favorite like affordable pinot noir from your organ i they only sell it at wegmans wait so which I one is it it's the Ballard Road one. Oh my God. That wine yeah. is... Do you I think they the sell other... it at Total Wine? No, Wait. it's like a Wegmans exclusive. I know. Shit. Isn't that rude? You can just get some when you come visit me. Yeah, I'll just come on Saturday. I'll just We'll just specifically go to Wegmans. I mean, why not? It's great. I had an amazing shopping experience. It was great. I went to Wegmans like Friday and then I went to Whole Foods today. And our Monday is when I went to Weg... Or it doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't know what day it is, but yeah, no, I've had like some really just fabulous grocery shopping experiences this week. So I love that for you. Yeah. It really sets the week off in the right direction. It does. I have told you about this, but the closest grocery store to me is a Harris Teeter and I hate it. I hate that for you. I mean, mine's Kroger, (laughs) which is fine. Kroger. I would prefer a Kroger. Yeah. Kroger is like my safety grocery store. And the one here is very, it feels very much like the one I went to. The one for you. It's just like easy. And I know where everything is and I know everything. You know what I mean? One of turning into like a grocery store podcast. (laughs) The thing about being an adult is having like strong grocery store opinions and preferences. It's so true because I have like, I, I very, I I have an opinion about them all. Yeah. I like, do have a Trader Joe's close to me though, which is good. That's but. lucky. I, yeah. Lucky. <laughs> lucky <laughs> me. <laughs> anyway. Well, I'm drinking uh, oh, this yeah, wine that I got at this winery like two weekends ago. And I remember it being really good. And I just opened it and I'm like, I hate it sort of, but I really think it needs to breathe. As you said, it's just like a little syrupy. Um. <laughs> No, this is like, yeah, I, well, I what? just realized I'm, I, it's like an episode that we like haven't really, I was going to say it was like the time, but like it hasn't happened yet in like podcast world, but spoiler alert guys, in a some number of episodes, I'm going to be drinking a bottle of wine that I don't really like. I had no idea what you were going to say. <laughs> I didn't know where oh. it was going. It was such a roller coaster. I should have just stopped. Oh my gosh. Wow. Welcome. Welcome, everybody. 
We're so glad you're here. Honestly, I thought you were going to say you drank a whole bottle of wine on an episode. And I was like, I don't remember that. No, no I didn't do that. I haven't done that in a while. Thank God. I mean, I get it. So to continue with spooky month, um, we did something really fun this week and we both watched a movie we had never seen before. Yeah, it was amazing. It was so to be fun. completely honest with you, like I had very little idea of like the existence of, of this movie. You were like, let's watch this. And I was like, what is it? And you're like, you literally said Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman. And I was like, great, I'm in. Well, to be fair, I think you were four years old when it came out. Yeah. Yeah, I was so, giving myself some. Myself I, think, some I think that's why. <laughs> I have definitely seen the beginning of this movie at one too many sleepovers in like middle school, Cute. but never saw any of the rest of it. I just like remember like weird snippets like that. Um, yeah. But it's been a movie that I've always wanted to watch. Sister movie, kind of like, it seems sort of like a cult classic, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, and we just hadn't seen it. So this week we are talking about Practical Magic that just had its like 23rd anniversary or something. Just super cool. Oh, fun. I... Well, I mean, I don't think we need to save the our reviews till the end. I loved it. And Rachel, Same. I think you also loved it. So loved it. Cried my eyes out like an idiot. Yeah. No. I don't know. I guess we can talk later when you cried, because I did not cry. Oh, I've you know me. I've just been so emotional lately. <laughs> Literally. Okay, Sarah, you put something it. on Instagram the other day that was like something about like I'm sensitive, like everything oh, hurts it was my today. feelings. Yeah, it was today. That is how I am recently. Yeah, it says maybe I'm a little sensitive, but it hurts my feelings when anything happens. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's just like the mood I've been in for the past 25 days straight. So yeah, I was just, um, I was just loving it. Ugh, it was so good. Just loving it. So good. So yeah, let's dive in. Let's do it. Okay. So we have Jillian and we have Sally. Jillian is played by Nicole Kidman. Sally's played by Sandra. I- Sandra, yeah, Sandra Bullock. Sorry, all I wrote was Sandra. So <laughs> Sandra. <laughs> yeah, my, my, <laughs> my good friend. Um, I just wrote that at the top for like a little key for myself so I didn't forget. Love so it. like we have like a very kind of classic, I don't know if they're in Salem, but like a very classic like Salem witchy yes. um, beginning. And it starts with Maria Owens, who is um, a young witch. We later find out this is an ancestor of Jillian and Sally. She's so pretty. Yeah, it's like gorgeous. I was like so captivated by the beginning of this. Same. I was like, I was like, if this is the whole movie I'm in, like, I don't care. (laughs) Yeah, same. I just like really got me like captivated. It's the only word for it. So anyway, classic Salem beginning. She's exiled to Maria's Island in Massachusetts with her unborn child for escaping her execution. Blah, blah, blah. When she doesn't come to get rescued, she desperately casts a spell upon herself to stop falling in love due to heartbreak. So she dies due to heartbreak. The mm. spell becomes a curse for several do- generations. And I have a classic curse. I know. I know. Written, like love it. Classic, classic beginning. We're obsessed. We're, we love it. Yeah. And so then, you know, after that very dramatic beginning, the the curse is cast. Uh, We flash to more present day and Jillian and Sally as children, descendants of the Owens are taken in by their aunts, Francis and Jet. (laughs) Like Jet. Obsessed. Obsessed. (laughs) Well, before that, we see their mom and dad and we see the beetle in the sand, like they kind of that's like how they became orphaned you kind of like oh, see like you. the beetle sound creepiest i don't remember hell. it it's like <laughs> yeah no thank you I'm, I'm it's terrible that i don't remember it in that case yeah um yeah and it like it seems just like the witches are very mainstream in the society, but also they get bullied, but also like it's fine. Yes. Like it's a very interesting dynamic I and agree. it continues to get interesting throughout the movie. I just thought that was really fun. And like, I don't know, usually it's just all hate. It was like, just like a cool dynamic. My other note is that their house is so cool. Oh, so cool. So their cool. house is so cool. And also like the two ants give me big, like Sabrina, the teenage witch vibes. Oh my God. That's so, that's such a good point. I knew that they reminded me of something. Oh yeah. Immediately. I was like, is this Sabrina, the teenage witch? Love it. I love that. 
<laughs> with one more person. Yes. Anyway, Sally is like the smarter, you know, she's like the more of the bookworm. Jillian, she's like more charming, persuasive, kind of like the flirty one. They're like very kind of stereotypical in that way. But, um, you know, it's kind of fun and playful. Totally. They witness this woman come seeking help with their aunts to like, this part was wild. <laughs> I was like, whoa, what movie yeah, am I watching? Heavy, really quick. Yeah, this woman sitting at the table, she goes, he needs to leave her. He needs to leave her, her, his wife for me. Sorry, I got my pronouns mixed up. So this woman wants the witch's help in getting this man that she loves to leave his wife for her. Yes. Like, okay. Right. <laughs> like, like in a probes. Yeah. IMO. Like- <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about the bird? Yes, talk about the bird. You know what I'm talking about when they stab a bird with a needle? Oh, yes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that was hardcore. Yeah, there's a lot of it's like this <laughs> this movie went from just would like was like whiplash back and forth between like classic kind of like rom-commy to like very dark and weird. Totally. I agree. Like yeah, but like I was digging it. Same. So anyway, their aunts cast a spell and, you know, blah, blah, blah. They like do all that witchy stuff. So witchy. Well, let's talk about the spell. Yeah, let's talk about the spell. Help me out. Well, one green eye, one blue eye, which spoiler alert, becomes very important later. It does become important. Um, Basically, she like throws petals and it's really cool effects. Like the petals are swirling. I said, love this young witch spell energy. I want to be this cool. It's literally how I felt. The petals, yeah, the petals um, were beautiful. I know. Yeah, so absolutely. beautiful. I just, you can definitely tell that. And I kind of came back to this theme throughout the movie. It's just the cycle continues. The wheel keeps spinning. And, you know, it just happens again and again and again and mm-hmm. again. And like, it's so interesting with her casting that spell in the beginning um, and then seeing like the ancestor, she casting that other curse and like the dying of heartbreak and this theme of like, you know, wanting love so badly, but knowing it's unattainable, but, you know, Jillian still wanting it. Um, but Sally being, you know, smarter, but then, you know, still wanting it herself. Yeah. Sally's like trying to be so rational, but like, right. just can't, you can't. just can't be because she's also like a human. And, I know. You know, anyway. Love always wins. So then there's like a bit of a flash forward and we um, we see Jillian who's like wants to leave escaping the house. She's just like a classic escaping out the window scene. I'm sorry. Like, we got to talk about young Nicole Kidman with red hair. Like queen. Oh my God. We just need to talk about both of their hair. Their hair is the star of the film. Yeah. It is so thick I know. and long and perfectly layered. I'm like, I don't understand. I want to start blowing out my hair with a round brush. Oh, yeah. Let me know. Look, I mean, I'm not, I'm never going to do it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, both of their hair, the entire movie was just like um, truly impeccable. Amazing. Impeccable. Amazing. Okay. Can we talk about the blood oath? Because this. Oh, yeah. That was what I was going to talk about next, like before you, which I'm glad you interrupted about the hair. I'm so sorry. Um, Yeah. Just like a casual blood oath. (laughs) I said like, like no biggie. I said sorry. all I can think about is the hangover. <laughs> We're blood. Oh my <laughs> I just like, I can't, I wish Zach Galifianakis would have like been there like in the, Oh my God. That is so funny, Rachel. <laughs> that is so perfect. Yeah. So that was like a lot. So yeah, it was just like a blood oath to, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it's stated, it just seems to kind of like always be there for each other, always be linked, keep each other safe. You know, it's just like sister stuff and it's lovely and weird, yeah. but like you, I know, right? Like love it. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm not sure why this is written, right? I wrote this right after the blood oath, but I just said the, the ants are a hoot all in caps. So I don't know what they were doing, but something fun. They are a hoot. Oh, I think this was the scene when they were like, um, you know, just kind of going around town and like being funny. Oh, yeah, with, um, totally. With Sally behind them. Totally. And then Sally starts to see this like hottie around town. So hot. Such a cutie. And his name's Michael. And he's like, well, I don't know if he's like a farmer, but he seems to be like working. He at seems a to be a farmer. He seems to be in the farming industry. <laughs> He definitely oh, owns oh, wait. several he, farms. He's a local Apple salesman. 
according to my notes. Can you imagine if that was your job? Sorry. <laughs> that just sounds so made up. It just sounds ridiculous. Well, the whole entire town looks incredibly made up. It just looks like it like does not look real. Can we do a sidebar moment for a second? Yeah. So earlier, it's not a sidebar because we're going to still record. But earlier, Xander and I got um, a happy hour drink at this cool little place in our neighborhood. And I was like, oh, this this beer looks really cool. Like it's like a blonde ale and it has apples in it. Like it's like an apple brewed beer. I was like, cool. I'm drinking it. I'm halfway through. Look at it. It's 9%. And I was like, oh, good. I can't have any more of this. (laughs) Did it taste like 9%? Nope. Oh, they'll get you. Never does. Never does. Yeah, I did not. I drank about mm, 40% of it. And then this is, that was a long time ago. And now I'm having wine. So good for me. It was the responsible choice. So anyway, Michael is super hot. I think so too. They like get together, have kids, have like a super precious, adorable little life. Meanwhile... Um, Jillian is Orlando and she is, she's not Orlando. She is in Orlando. (laughs) Um, I have a comment real quick, uh, just about this kiss by Faith Hill. I lost my mind. (sighs) Me too. Before. (laughs) So they do like a long instrumental, right? They do like a long song beforehand. And Matt was like, kind of walking around just like doing whatever. He was like getting to, I don't know what he was doing. And he just like, I was just like vibe into it and just started like singing because it's just one of those songs that I think yes. I will know all the words to forever. forever. The music in Same. this movie slaps. I agree. It is a <laughs> it is so good. It is so good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, thank you for bringing that up because yeah, that of course. scene is so amazing and precious and like, I just love them. So anyway, Jillian is Same. having like, uh, she's just like, getting wild in orlando she meets so a dude hot. named jimmy angelo angelov angelov <laughs> he's a sketch ball he just immediately seems like super sketchy i am and like sweaty yeah he's disgusting and like he <laughs> um there's like such a weird when they first meet there's like a lot of weird hand touching and a lot of weird just like soft hand yes. touching especially when he's like putting this bandana on her i don't know if he's blindfolding her eyes or just putting i can't remember but I, like he like ties it on her and then they just like touch each other's hands and it's like it's disgusting and it it was a lot i wish it would never happened what did you think when you because we didn't know anything about the plot i literally thought he was or like a demon like i literally thought he was like Um, i don't know i don't know at this point it it seemed pretty set in like the kind of like classic rom-com kind of sitch so i didn't think anything of that nature but that's really funny and like i totally see why yeah i was like he's like a demonic creature yeah no he honestly turned out exactly how i expected him to turn out so yeah and like basically honestly like he does turn out to be the devil i mean yes correct so yeah so like i was right uh, <laughs> just kidding yeah we were both right but yeah just like another statement about how gorgeous nicole Kidman is oh please i'd love to talk about this i just can't i can't handle it she rocks being pale like I don't even have words Kristen Stewart also does this both of them have this like weird ability to be so pale and like just literally stunning like the way they're supposed to be yeah it's not it's and she's rocking like these weird late 90s clothes and the small sunglasses sunglasses dude oh my god killing it yeah no I was like dying for her looks the entire movie me too. Yeah. So um, there's a scene where she's looking for this bug or like, it's like a, I can't tell if it's like a termite or like a cockroach. No, it's the beetle. Oh, shit. It's, it's the death beetle. Here we go. Here we are. Yes. Anyway. And it's, I was from like I, a bug perspective though, like death beetle or not watching her like rip up the floors is tbh the most relatable thing i've ever seen in my entire life so same like same do that i was so stressed during this entire during this entire time and like i knew he was going to die because of the curse and like i yeah. heard and like the sound of the beetle i was like oh my god here it comes again for some reason i was still shocked that he died still shocked i mean like i'll get you i was just like what that was so sad very sad like 
so sad. I was talking earlier to you about how the synopsis was like funny in the way it phrased things and everything. It goes years later, the two talking about Sally and Michael, the two want to open their botanical shop for Bina and having two young daughters, Kylie and Antonia. Michael is killed after being hit by a truck. Like that's all it says. <laughs> wow. So savage. So, like spoiler alert. And also I like read that like before it happened. So I like knew it. Oh no. Sick. Okay. So Michael is killed. It's super, super sad. He's just like walking down the street. It comes really suddenly. He like thinks he escapes all of this like herd of bikers. And then I don't know. It just like sucks. It just it sucked. sucked. It sucked. And then I, I have this thing that's like the cycle begins again. Like that's like that other theme that I was talking about. Like, yeah, here we are again. These girls that's don't so have a true. father. It is. It's so cyclical. I know. Totally. Um, And also, oh, it's so heartbreaking when she's talking to the aunts and she's like, I like, please bring him back. Like no, no matter what no, I was, yeah. I was, that was so sad. My note also says, please don't bring back a zombie. <laughs> Like, we're, we're fine. Thank you. Manipulation of, like, the people that you love is so, like, dirty and awful. I know. So, yeah. Um. So, Sally is so pissed at her aunts and she's so pissed at magic and all this stuff. And no. she, like, tells her aunts, um, like, she swears that she and her daughters will never do magic. I know. Which is, like, pretty extreme. Like, I get it. But, like, pretty extreme, pretty dramatic. Totally. So, is the offspring of witches always a brunette and a redhead? Is that just it? Just asking for a friend. Oh, I mean, like, I love it. I love it. Yeah, no, like her kids are like a, they're an exact replica. They're like, Literally. they're like the kids of Bill and Ted and the second Bill and Ted or the third Bill and Ted. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so meanwhile, Jill, uh, Jillian's like still in this relationship with Jimmy down in Orlando or they're like continuing on and Jillian feels like Sally needs her. And she wants to return to Massachusetts and she drugs Jimmy to yep. So there's that. Yep, Love it. That sounds like a but healthy like also, relationship. Jimmy is such bad news. Her in the car. Oh, the Joni Mitchell moment. Oh my God. One, the green screen like killed me. Like killed me. me. Oh my God. I was like, I said loving this fake set as oh Joey drives home to Sally. I know, but I love how she's just like singing Joni Mitchell and like Nicole Kidman's like low-key an amazing singer and she yeah. was like downplaying it and I thought that was kind of funny. No, I totally agree. She gets home to Sally and like they have a very sweet little reunion. I think she like climbs up through the window. It's like very like she's only there for Sally, which it's is so, so sweet. sweet. Um, she describes Jimmy as a Dracula cowboy, which <laughs> made me laugh. Which is like pretty accurate. Yeah, it's like incredibly accurate. Yeah. I don't know what song was happening, but I said such great music happening in this movie. Oh yeah, it was Better so good. And like during yeah. this, I just said like they're such good sisters. Like you can just see like yeah. their sisterhood. I also said yeah. Sandra Bullock's depressed look is me all of quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, love that flannel. Um, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. <laughs> so Jillian's there. They visit. You know, she leaves. She like goes back to her life. Yeah. Whatever. She'll be back, basically. Oh, yeah. And then it cuts to a scene. Sandra and her aunt. Sandra. I like go back and forth in my notes between calling them Sandra. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I did not know that Sandra Bullock's name Sally. was Sally. I had no idea. I just been calling <laughs> her Sandra. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you know that. Okay, so Sally and her, her aunts are working in the botanical shop and the daughters are like being playful in the window. And like, it's interesting because like, well, again, we see that like, they're like known to be witches. I know. And like, it's okay. But also these kids are, the chant is literally, witch, witch, you're a bitch. I know. It's fucked up. Wait, is it? Wait. Yeah. I thought it was witch, witch, you're a witch. I'm pretty sure it's witch, witch, you're a bitch. Oh my God. Wow. That's so awful for children to be yelling. Isn't that disgusting? I'm, I'm going to look it up. It's made me wrong. No, I'm sure you're right. I just thought it was witch, witch, you're a witch, which is even worse. Okay. So it's both. It's like oh. in total, witch, witch, you're a bitch, witch, witch, you're a witch, witch, witch. Okay. I, I think. I think they, it was just so like, you it just all rhymed. Tell. So I couldn't like tell. Yeah. That makes sense, though. I mean, it it was really, it seems so mean-spirited. Yeah. So. Yes, it sucks. I hate it. 
Yeah. So again, like the ants are trying to talk to the kids about magic and kind of their ancestry and stories and all that good stuff. And like Sally, Sandra, again, like really reiterates, (laughs) like, please don't talk to my kids about magic. Totally. I just like, I don't know. She's so distanced herself from the world and like, I'm so torn. I'm torn. I know because you know, she's good at it. Yeah. And you know that she probably misses it. Right. But I think I know why she'd want to protect her daughters from that totally. completely. And um, yeah, I, I, I get where she's at right now. She also like just lost her husband. She's in this oh, like massive depressive so moment. Like, geez, like that sounds horrible. So yes, absolutely. So Jillian calls and um, baby Lou. Oh, I know it's so hard. Jimmy's become abusive. Like we all saw it coming. Obviously. So Sally has to go down and rescue her. And when she does, like, it's this elaborate plan. She shows up and Nicole Kidman's like cowering in the corner. Like, it's so sad. It's awful. Um, And as they're getting ready to leave, Nicole Kidman has to get like Moonstone or something from her car. Something. Uh, Like, obviously. And she gets kidnapped, blah, blah, blah. And it's like classic. So um, Sandra goes to try to get her. He goes, get in the car. And she starts driving. And then he tries to brand Nicole Kidman, like casual. It's like this horrifying scene. That was so uncomfortable. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's a pretty heavy, like abuse scene. It's super heavy. And like, he's so, he's super scary because he's also like an alcoholic, Um, like the tequila kind of through line, you know, starts here. And you just see that he's like definitely an addict. He's unkempt. He, but he's scary. He's he's like really scary. Um, When they were communicating with their eyes, I said, I wish we could communicate that like that. (laughs) I also have written down here. I wish that Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman were sisters in real life. I mean, like maybe they are. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, who knows? Um, So Sally ends up, poisoning accidentally i mean inadvertently sort of (laughs) tries to just knock him out ends up killing him by poisoning we love it we love it tbh i'm like fine with it same but they like freak out i'm confused did they drive back to massachusetts or whatever in like two seconds like they just arrive back at the place at the house so like unsure but they have him set up in like their aunt's like, I don't know, like which office or whatever. Which like I need well, in my home. I mean, like same. I want um, it. And there's this part where they so they're trying to do this resurrection. It's like this elaborate thing. And such a bad idea. Sandra Bullock asks for like they need like something white. And Nicole Kidman <laughs> hands her, you get a ready whip. So they, I, they use whipped cream, which is incredible. I love when Sandra Bullock is like tasting it. I know. I was amazing. like, yes, me too. So they resurrect him. He opens his eyes and has no pupils. And it's truly the stuff of nightmares. It was honestly just a lot for me yeah. to he handle. Like immediately try like freaks out and is like horrifying. So Sally kills so him again. Scary. I know. Did she kill him with the frying pan? I don't know. I didn't write how. No, I know, oh. but I'm just thinking of the scene because I was confused because this scene was like all over the place. It was place. very chaotic. No, I didn't know if she just knocked him out and then they buried him alive. No, they like killed him again. And then okay. Buried him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, um, so yeah, I, then they bury him in like the it. garden at the house, which is like a terrible idea, like in support of the re-murder, but like terrible idea to bury him on the grounds. I don't know why they were that stupid. And also like, it is not, easy to dig a grave and then make it look like you didn't dig a grave no they're like there's this part when they finish <laughs> refilling it where they're like squishing their feet in the mud and it's disgusting <laughs> I was like, what? it's like asmr that i never asked for no i, I never I need it. it never want it again so the next morning jillian sees her nieces and her aunts for the first time in a super long time oh my it's God. Like, so sweet and I she's cried. like i don't know if they'll like me and then like yeah, they i was me. like dying it was so cute there's such fun playful sister energy in this movie like all around everywhere everywhere there was sister energy like the aunts the young girls and then like the you know sandra yeah. bullock and nicole kidman i was like fuck so, so there's good. this great like super random scene that comes back around later where um, Sandra Bullock has to go to like a I don't know if it's actually a PTO meeting but has to go to like a parent meeting at I 
I we gotta dig and, in this scene. Um, I loved it. Yeah. So and Nicole Kidman like randomly shows up after she hears that like uh Sandra Bullock's always dreading it and kind of why and blah blah blah. And they're designating the phone tree. They're figuring out the the phone tree for the parents. And the you know, the favorite parent is always on top. And everyone thinks that Sally is like weird because she's a witch. Like they're again, it's like they're fine with her, but like she's a witch. So like still no thank you. So she never like gets on it or is always at the bottom or whatever. And so Nicole Kidman shows up randomly and like sees her and they're like sitting together in the back and like, it's just like cute. And so the teacher at the front is calling out the parents and she gets to the top and it's like this big, like, it's honestly like a, and the first place is kind of totally, totally and she looks down and Nicole Kidman has like changed the name at the top to Sally and all like, the all the, on all on, the pages like, on all the pages loved it um which is like really fun it seems really random but again it comes back around which is like really fun it's so sweet and like again sister just sisters just being the best yeah and then the next scene is the margarita tequila scene I have a thousand bullet points and I'm going to read all of them but let's just Great. talk about it first and then I'll read all of them yeah. So basically like Sally wakes up. Well, I think, I think Sandra wakes up Nicole, but either way, one sister wakes up the other saying like, do you hear that? And they hear like a blender going downstairs and they go down and then it's just all four of them, the, the two of them and the two aunts dancing around the kitchen with big margaritas to the lime and the coconut. And I they're just being like wasted and hammered the next scene they're all just sitting around a table taking tequila shots and like shooting the shit and now Rachel I will turn it over to you and your bullet points I okay so first I love how the witches when they are making the margaritas treated it like a potion <laughs> that was my favorite Amazing. part ever every time I make a mixed drink I want to do that okay so here are my bullet points okay this is everything I want to only have margs like this what does this mean <laughs> all I know is that I love it Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Put the lime in the coconut. Wow. That was an experience. Oh my God. The palm reading. I'm obsessed. If I ever drank this much tequila, I would truly die. Quote, when is being a slut a crime in this family? <laughs> the cinematography is so chaotic, but it fits. And I feel like I'm there with all of the tequila. There you yeah. go. Yeah. It's, it's one of my favorite movie scenes I've ever seen. It was it actually, you know what it reminded me of in a kind of different way. It reminded me of, um, the banana boat song part in uh beetlejuice oh yeah that's where the it kind of like had those similar like silly witchy spooky vibes the next part i titled the tequila twist oh my god obsessed i also called that um while they were sitting at the table the tequila tea sesh Ooh, love at the end of the tequila scene they're like where did this tequila come from oh that part that part freaked me out. I was like, holy shit, because it's it's the first kind of sign that he that something fishy is going on. I didn't even pick so, up on that. Yeah. So there's like this, you know, the tequila scene is amazing yeah. and like they're having the time of their life. And then they're like, where is this tequila from? And then my the most unrealistic part, Sandra Bullock just places she throws the tequila and shatters the glass in the sink. Like, <laughs> yeah. Why do, why would I, mm, it's one of those movie things that just like makes no sense. Yeah, totally. And then the broom falls and the ant goes, uh, they go companies coming. Um, mm. So I, I said, I'm going to live my life believing that if a broom falls, that means companies coming. Cause it like totally like got me like spooky. Yeah. I'm like spooked spooked vibes. right now. Wait, I oh my God. Like for what? <laughs> Um, so then I don't know if this is the next, yeah, I think it is the next day actually, because they're all, they're walking around, like looking for Advil in the kitchen, which is like amazing. Cause they're super hungover. Yeah. I mean, like, um, yeah, but the two daughters totally. like look out the window and they see this like huge, huge rose bush that has grown and it's like not rose time. And it's like weird. So right. um, super weird. the ants like dip out, they like leave and go somewhere. I don't know if it's stated where they go, but they say, clean up your own mess. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> so they just oh, like yeah, amazing. Leave. I'm obsessed. Uh, the sisters are like freaking out. No, I know. And it's so weird that her daughter's like the man under the roses. They're like, what the yeah. fuck? What do you mean? The man under the roses? Yeah. Like so creepy. Yeah. So Sally's out there like chopping out and chopping down all the roses when our next hottie with a body, who is this actor? Cause he's so familiar to me. 
I know. I feel like he's got to be like a law and order person or something. Like he gives me like strong Nathan Fillion vibes. Like he's not Nathan Fillion. He is a private investigator from Arizona. And he's sexy. And he's super hot. And he comes in search of Jimmy. Why is he in Arizona? That doesn't make sense. Like, why would he be interested in this case? Oh, because Jimmy's also a serial killer. So he's killed people in Arizona. Oh, wait, that's right. Spoiler alert. Sorry, everybody. The first time, this is another thing that I read ahead in the movie. And the first time I read that sentence, because it is, Sally is chopping all the roses down when state investigator Gary Hallett arrives from Tucson in search of Jimmy, who was also a serial killer. I read that as Gary is also a serial killer. So I wrote the first like while when he was a character, I was like waiting for it to turn. Totally. That's amazing. It was really funny. And like Gary is, I mean, honestly, like kind of like rightfully suspicious of them and of Sally. Totally. I'm dying though, because I have a bullet point that says, don't know how I feel about the prosecutor. He seems untrustworthy. <laughs> amazing there's this scene too like around this part where um she goes to jillian and tells her that the state prosecutor's there and she's holding crystals and has headphones on and i was like this is such a vibe right now like i love it so good they also have such like a classic sister fight when jillian does like all of these suspicious things in front of gary it's like perfect so true it's it's so, so true good. so like they kind of keep running into each other kind of keep seeing each other he's not really he's like staying present in her life yeah you know not yes. in yes. both kind of like a flirty way and also definitely in like a he's suspicious of her way like, absolutely you know. i i put it as prosecutor is falling for sandra lou yeah <laughs> sandra louise Sandra Louise, excuse me. Amazing. I also have Nicole is rocking the small frame sunglasses. Look, she's so pretty. It's honestly offensive. He comes over. It's such a beautiful morning. And like, this is when I kind of like turned around on Gary. I was like, oh, he's like super sweet. He's so sweet with the girls. And then he makes cactus shapes pancakes, which like what an idea. So fun. So fun. So cute. But like Nicole Kidman, Jillian, she's trying to poison him as you do. So she like makes this weird maple syrup and the girls like actually like him. So they're like, oh no. At first the girls are in on it, but then they like start to like him and it's very sweet. So sweet. And then the creepy part, there's a frog that burps up the ring. Yeah. The branding ring or whatever, which is like, right. Yeah. The like subtle spook throughout this movie. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, you know me, I'm a total scaredy cat. And I was like kind of freaked out for some of it. I was like, oh my God, like, ooh. I mean, yeah, absolutely. So then this is all in like kind of the same hang. They like talk about what happened. He, Gary has seen like the letter yeah. that Sally had written. Yes. Jillian, and she like asks him how many times he has, he's read it. And at this point he says like two or three, but it like comes back around again. After this happens, they like can't control themselves and they start making out and it's amazing. Amazing. And then she's like, I thought you were going to tell me, I thought you were going to interrupt me again and tell me I was wrong with what was happening next. (laughs) Can you imagine? I'm so sorry. (laughs) And then she's like, no, wait, I can't. And then like, obviously she like can. And then like, we presume they like, yes, she can have sex and it's amazing and it's so sexual and it's incredible okay so when i i have i've been i've been waiting for this moment because i told xander this right after the movie and i was like oh my god so when we first met gary i was like this is the dude with different colored eyes like i knew it immediately i was like he's obvious this is obviously this this is the dude but he clearly has blue eyes throughout then this one scene (laughs) they like change yes like the one green eye funny it's like, so funny amazing oh my god um yeah so when, when the scene first started i was like is it like i wrote like is it weird that i want them to make out it's like all i wanted them to do oh no i was like waiting for it well i also had read ahead so i guess i knew it was oh my god happen. i i was like i like needed it and then i was so excited when it happened like love them together <sighs> love it so like all that happens we're obsessed we love it so then sally discovers she like goes home or goes whatever she finds jillian and she realizes that jimmy has like come back not come back to life but he's like his soul has emerged and possessed 
Jillian. So scary. So like, yikes. Was not prepared for a possession no, in this movie. No, and also like the CGI ghost, like I can't, I can't. The way he emerged <laughs> from her body is like horrifying. It was so, she like melted. It was awful. So then this is another sentence I love from this um, synopsis. Jimmy attempts to possess Gary only to be hurt by his silver star-shaped badge and is temporarily exiled. <laughs> it's just funny i also put uh ghost boy (laughs) yeah the temporary exile like that's very unexplained like they never talk like i was so confused and then i was like that cannot be the end that was like two seconds yeah it was very yeah it was very unexplained yeah the his possessed the possessed body is just like an absolute no oh it's a yeah possession's super weird it's really freaky it's like very scary yeah super super scary so then sally is like realizing that gary is there because of the spell yes which is like really sad and hard and then she like tells him that she's like scared obviously i know and he responds that curses are only true if you believe in them and he doesn't believe in them i know and he said i Um, wish for you too this is when i was crying yeah i mean i understand (laughs) yeah and then he like returns to tucson which is like yeah, like hard pass yeah he is like totally fine with her being a witch he like doesn't seem to he like loves concerns. it he doesn't care he, like it's a part it just doesn't make sense how not big of a deal it is totally i know it's just like accepted in this in this Which reality I love. yeah i just like too. i wish it was like the um, way yeah but also like the curses only have power if you believe in them and i don't is also like a direct insult to like what sally is which is kind of funny that's true <laughs> like just kind of made me laugh um so like jimmy possesses jillian like again and attempts to kill sally before she also licks her face reminder that the aunt's names are francis and jet (laughs) no she licks her face though that was so gross yeah very weird very gross i was like why no um and sally realizes she needs to like get over herself and embrace magic to save jillian she's gonna fucking die so remember our favorite scene with the phone tree earlier they realized they need a coven and the ants say it's best to have 12 women i loved this she activates the fucking phone tree yep i i loved it yeah there's the super fun prep scene when all the ladies are coming over the music the music all the ladies were like so kind of sour to her earlier and they're so excited like the one who was like the biggest bitch in the parent meeting was like she says this funny thing was she's like well I always wanted to see inside your house which is like I don't know it was just great I just like loved it I loved all the women I love the quote there's a little witch in all of us I just like (sighs) loved I just loved that I loved everybody coming together yeah very female empowerment very like a lot of ladies in this movie and I was into it also, I feel like in the coven circle, there were like three other actresses that I just like recognize from other 90s films yeah. that are like, <laughs> like this is great. <laughs> yes. This is so funny. Um, so then they start like performing the, just sort of like doing the thing, like whatever. I don't know if performing a coven is like the proper terminology. I have no idea. Here, so I called it a it, broom circle. Yeah. It, um, well, yeah, we'll call it a broom circle. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, it's a broom circle. <laughs> I don't know. <gasps> dead but like sally realizes that they're like gonna kill jillian with like what they're doing so she like, gets inside the circle and like it's like it's all just a very dramatic chaotic scene i don't know there was just like a lot happening i know i was um, thinking jillian though is, like, like super close to death i know um yeah go ahead sorry i was gonna say if you were in the middle of that circle i would also be freaking out the exact same yeah. way though like it's oh, so man. dramatic it's yeah. so insane but like i would be hyperventilating and like crawling into the floor trying yeah. to get you like out of there absolutely and i also put oh my god i'm crying again yeah so. super sweet scene where like jillian is herself and she's really struggling and hanging on by a thread and like no um sally's kind of like talking her through it sally's like sally says like we're supposed to die together on the same and- day it's just like too much for my heart to handle it was so much and then she's like he just needs me like just let him take me all he wants is me like she was gonna like literally sacrifice herself yeah amazing so they like figure out how to like do it they exercise jimmy's spirit from her hell yeah they do 
insane. The they, flashbacks during the scene is wild. Wild. But they bring out that key player, tequila. Yeah. Ayo. I mean, I just loved that. I was like, what a fucking genius idea. That yeah. tequila runner, that bottle that was it's so really like fun. symbolic the whole time. And like witch, witchcraft and like magic is all about those weird symbols and stuff. And I just like, yeah. just like loved it. Yeah. No, the way everyone came together for that scene is just like incredible. It, I like warmed my heart. It was awesome. And then they sweep his spirit with the brooms. Oh my God. Yeah. They like sweep it out and amazing. Yeah, it's, great. it's amazing. And then like, as you can assume, Gary like comes back and they fall in love and he like clears their name of any suspicion and any wrongdoing. Unreal. They have this great Halloween scene where they're all like dressed up and stuff and it's just like a lovely little ending where like Sandra Bullock is giving this incredible monologue and we'll talk about those closing lines in a second but like I don't know it's just it was like the perfect like heartwarming 90s ending to a movie it was so awesome because like the, the town as we've been talking about has been like kind of accepting slash against them the whole time Right. And then, you know, the women got on their side because they came to the coven. But then, you know, the whole town still wasn't. And they were all these rumors about how on Halloween they fly off of the roof and all this stuff. And I just loved how, like, it was like, this is our thing. And like, you're invited to come watch yeah. this like really cool thing. And like seeing them be all like witchy and like with the striped socks and the pointed hat, I was a mess. And I also <laughs> said they are all so fucking hot. Yeah, and I like, don't understand. I was like, it was like Mary Poppins, The Wizard of Oz, and like Harry Potter, Hermione Granger, like had a child. And I was in. Truly. Yes. Yeah. And then the closing lines, which we both love, are throw salt over your shoulder, keep rosemary by your garden gate, plant lavender for luck, and fall in love whenever you can. I'm like choking. I'm like, like tearing up. Ellen just popped in here. Oh my God. Hi. Wow. How blessed are we? Yeah. Like I literally like cried throughout this movie and especially like the end, like there's just like, there's something I was telling Xander about this afterwards. Like I love movies and I continue to see movies for the rest of my life, whatever, but they just don't make movies like that anymore. They don't. And this movie just, I was like, this is just so good. And like, I'm like a hundred times more likely to watch a movie from that time than to watch a current movie. I agree. Like it was just so fun to like go back to that era, but also like nineties fashion is like very in right now. So like yeah. it was all like, they were all just like fucking up. like I was like I want every single outfit in this movie which was also yeah. fun and like yeah. I think the fact also that it was like a witchy movie like there wasn't a bunch of technology so that it kind of was timeless in a way like I, I right. don't really think like yeah it's from the 90s because like the film and stuff like that and like the style of movie but like honestly it's kind of like how um the office I mean Sarah knows this but I'm obsessed with the office of course I mean everybody is but the office like they did that on purpose they just had they wanted that show to not really be dated by anything yeah so there's very right. few pop culture references and like I love that because it like you yeah. don't know what time period that takes place in and I kind of felt the same way about this movie yeah but also I, the witch stuff wasn't overdone it wasn't like it didn't seem out of place in the world which was also great because like I love the overdone witchy stuff too don't get me wrong but like it was so seamless it was like fucking Sabrina the teenage witch dude yeah totally I mean like the, the witch things that happen like she could stir her tea and it would go around or like oh, I know. I love that. she could light a candle by blowing on it um which Xander thinks that they just filmed that scene in reverse that's how they did that that's his hot take I mean no one cares uh, thanks Xander but I mean, that's like, like smart. <laughs> I know. Let's talk about our takeaways from the film. Let's talk about like our top five takeaways. Oh my God. Five whole takeaways. Yeah. I mean, I have like 25, but five top. Um, I mean, like my takeaways just can be kind of summed up though. in a few different things like tell me everything. Amazing sisterhood portrayal. Yes. I think very real, like they fought, but in a very loving way and they loved hard and they were so loyal and but also not like they were able to let go of each other when the other needed to be let go of but then always came back I don't know it was just like it was great and I thought it was funny I thought it was like it had rom-com it had quirkiness it had magic it had like so many things I love yeah 
like those are my thoughts you know it was just like it. it checked all of those boxes for me I agree I thought like this sisterhood in particular was one of the best I think I've actually seen on film I agree. or maybe the most similar to our sisterhood but mm-hmm. there's like I don't know you're I hope you understand what I mean there's like an abruptness to sisters that I felt this movie captured really well where yeah. sisters just if you're close you unequivocally you just trust each other yeah, yeah. I'm gonna leave but I'll come back and you're like okay bye like yeah. it's like you are so close and you always know how to get in contact with each other and you're just there in it that there's just this like abruptness is kind of a negative word, but I mean it in a good way, sort of a, no, that's a really interesting word to use. And I think that's really, I just saw that happening throughout. And like when they were like, for me, like what really spoke to me were the scenes where Sandra Bullock is depressed in bed and like Nicole Kidman would like slowly wake her up. And then they were like under the covers together. I don't know that just like, that's so real. And I loved how different they were, but similar. That Mm -hmm. was also, because I think we're different yet very similar. Mm -hmm. So I loved seeing that and just loved seeing just such a really powerhouse women film. Yeah, Like I loved that. Yeah. There were like two male characters and they were great. Yeah. Maybe no, there were three. The one sucked, but Jimmy, (laughs) Yeah. But like, yeah, no, I totally, I totally agree. It was just, yeah. And I thought all the young actresses were so good. So good. So good. I thought what an amazing start for them. What a fun, what a fun experience to watch something we had. It was really seen. fun. And yeah, we, this movie flies under the radar. I'm going to like tell every single person same. I know to watch it. I know like, it is well, like, it's like an underground, like hit. That's why I think it's kind of a cult movie because I feel totally. like if this is one of your movies, you watch it every year. Yeah. And like, I'm going to same me too. Like I can't wait to watch it next spooky season. Oh my God, Sarah, I meant to tell you and I'm going to tell everybody else too, because it's funny. So yesterday my dog has been in and out of this episode because he's in a cone and he's like going through some like injuries. But anyway, we had to go to the vet yesterday and Gobi is enormous and he's hard to pin down sometimes, especially when you have to shave in between his uh, toes. So he was not super excited. So they had me, they were like, we want you to be right here, um, petting his head and just like talking to him, anything that makes him happy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I was cannot so- wait to hear what's about to happen. <laughs> it was like, okay. So I sing to my dog, like in the most obnoxious off key voice. And that's the first thing I was like, is this the time for who's a baby puppy to like make its public debut? It wasn't. And I did not. Oh oh God. Okay. 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 That's what I was expecting. I thought about it a lot because he was a disaster. I would have loved that. No, it's okay. I sang to him when we got home. (laughs) (laughs) You probably sang to him the whole way home. Yeah. I also like sang him lullabies. Like yesterday was like a day. It was like a time. He is a baby puppy though. He's a, I mean, yeah, he's a baby petunia puppy, Lou. <laughs> well, this is a very normal way to end this. What are we cheersing to? What are we cheersing to today? I think we're cheersing to falling in love whenever you can. Whenever we can. I love that. And in love with everything, like in love with a glass of wine, in love with your dog, in love with your partner, in love with the fucking sky outside. Like, I was just listening to the, I finally listened to the armchair expert with Drew Barrymore today. And Dax talks about like how he like just wants to fall in love with all of his guests. And they just have this like really beautiful moment about it. I absolutely love that. Well, I'm in love with you per usual. To falling in love whenever you can. Cheers. Ding. Thank you.